Welcome to Drinking Bros Sports, brought to you by KillCliffCBD.com. Sit back, relax, and grab a fucking drink. Yes, Friday nights. The Friday night before the big game. Super Bowl 55. Chiefs and Bucks, we're changing it up tonight, folks. We've got the crowd mellow. We're slowing it down. Mm, Slowing it down. It's an intimate (laughs) night. It's the night before our trip. We leave very early in the morning to Austin for the Super Bowl. Boston Joe's starting to get a little bit sore because he has been hard. Rock hard. He has been rock hard since the (laughs) NFC Championship game because he is a huge Brady fan. The biggest. Chef (laughs) Puhak. He's coming after a double hip replacement, which is something I thought only old people had. Yeah. But he's coming post-op, one week post-op hey, from buddy. his double hip replacement. When you, when you go as hard as I do, you need yeah, I was gonna you've got to replace those hips, baby. You've got to replace those people. He's high as fuck tonight over there cooking. Oh, yeah. So we have oh, Chef Manning. <laughs> we have Chef hey, Manning over on the grill. On? Howard. Helping him out, yes. Your boy Howard. You know, that last show, that last show that we did at, at Manning's Restaurant with Springback Clamps, you guys wanted him, you guys called for him, and he's back. He's back to again. help out. But again, we're slowing it down. We're keeping it erotic. Nice and Very sensual. early flight tonight. ASMR Very sensual. Just nice, chill vibes here. A little foreplay. A little foreplay before the big game. Before the big climax. Before the big climax tomorrow. Uh, Sunday, that's okay. To help us get in the mood tonight, before we leave for our Texan sex odyssey Mm. tomorrow, because that's what it's going to be, a Texan sex odyssey at the Drinking Bros Sports. You are missing out on the good part. But you can travel with us. Warm us up. We're about to embark on a sexual odyssey to Texas tomorrow. Uh, the, the, the group of us, right? Um, to I'm help us going. get in the mood, that's because you just had surgery yeah. and they won't let you on the airplane. Yeah. Um, or within 300 meters of a elementary school. But we'll talk about that later. <laughs> oh. All the way from Seattle, Washington, we have yes. Susie yes. Galvin from Just Press Foreplay, which is a podcast that is sensual. It is it's very sensual. Look, we can't cuss right now. Because in the first 90 seconds of the show, we're not allowed to swear because of analytics. Uh, you oh. got to keep it clean. We have to keep Good it clean. So I would say sensual as... What's an F word? Sensual as... Sensual as... Sensual as your... Foreplay. Yeah. yeah. Sensual as foreplay. Yeah. And you know a lot about Certainly foreplay. I do, yes. That's so crazy. Life is foreplay if you treat it right, you know? <laughs> I just got hard. Right <laughs> off the bat, uh, baby. Here look, we go. I listen to her podcast, and it is a very serious podcast, um... But just on context alone, I'm not serious. And so I get hard over lots of things. I'm going to be very immature about yeah, your there's, podcast. There's going to be a lot of My jokes. podcast is not serious. Like, it's uh, playful, I a lot from sensual. It. Yes, oh. you learn a lot, but it's playful, sensual, and, uh, and a little erotic. Do you want to hear something creepy? Yes. He's going <laughs> to yes. tell you anyway. I know you would like that. Yeah, she doesn't have a choice uh, anyway. She, yeah, listen, I, I just like met it. her. I just, she just got off the plane from Seattle. I haven't re- we've never had real conversation. No. This is going to be the first, but I will tell you something creepy about myself. Is I listen to most of my podcast at 5.30 a.m. in my morning shower. I take a, what my wife calls the half-hour shower. And that is my prep for the day. I spend 30 minutes in the shower listening to other podcasts, and I breeze through them. Do you need to squeegee the walls after? 
Yeah. Well, I can't do no. it standing up. I'm gonna lay down and really get into the mood. Set really? Some, some candles, like some candles. After Big listening, Tom. Really after tuning. listening to her podcast, which is really funny, because at 5:30 in the morning, I'm hearing these sensual podcasts all about masturbation, mm. all about selfies in the nude. Yes. Uh, I'm hard as fuck in the morning anyway because of my Morty hard. Have we hit 90 seconds? No. Have we hit 90 seconds, or did I just fuck that all up? Doesn't Ooh, matter. Now we did. Fucking blew my wad. Woo. Might as well just take it all. Um, oh my gosh. Uh, but uh, I ready? sit in the bathroom. My wife walked in the other day and she goes, What are you listening to? Oh no, was it my podcast? Yes. Was it the erotica? Oh yes. <laughs> it was great. It was wonderful. And I had a, I mean, a morning wood. It wasn't because of your podcast, or maybe it was. Who knows? This is all about foreplay. Let's slow it back down. Yeah, so a little too excited, Tan. So back down. We have Chef Puhak tonight. Hey, hey. He's back on the grill. Chef Manning, Howard Manning from Manning's on Main. Listen, there's been a lot of chatter on the Drinking Bros Foodies podcast about Manning's on Main. It is the real deal, and I put my name on it. And if you come to Manning's on Main and you tag me in it. I'll, I'll throw something in your way. I'll throw something in your way. I'll throw a hat, a T-shirt from Instill Distilling Company, who is our other sponsor of the night. Maybe whiskeywear.com. If you visit yeah. Manning's on Main and you tag me in it, or you tag Drinking Bro Sports. Well, how can you tag you? It's at eric.tanzi, I believe. Now at Drinking Bro Sports. I, I'd like, as, a, as Chef Puhok, I'd like to back Manning's as well. You know, Chef Howard really brings the heat when, he, when he's in the kitchen. He, he's talented. He's classically trained. The flavors are dynamic. They're booming. Every time that I eat there, I'm never disappointed, along with the service. When you, when you go to a restaurant, do you go for the food? Absolutely. But, you know, as a chef and a foodie or somebody that has any level of training in the food industry... You want to be served, and you get served, and it's from all levels. It's nothing to see Howard out there busting a table, shaking a hand, just just like just like a bus guy, you know what I mean, or a bus girl. So I I back Manning's as well. Well, yes. he brought the aphrodisiacs today, didn't he? Mm. Oh, oh I did notice that. Of course oysters. I noticed. Of course oysters. I noticed. Was that the first that thing that popped in your mind when you saw oysters today? <laughs> yes, I run a foreplay podcast. Of course it was. So when you have, I was like, "Ooh, this chef is smart. He knows what he's doing." When you, <laughs> when you have a foreplay podcast, I have lots of questions. But being that you have foreplay, what, we have a sports podcast, so I see everything in sports. Yeah. Do you see everything in sex now that you have a foreplay? I do. I definitely do. And I would say since COVID started, um, sex situations for people have been like off the radar because they're at home exploring or not exploring. And exploring, I feel like, is much better than not exploring because if you're just stuck in your head with it, then things start to get weird. So (laughs) So I read a... a, uh, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I've been doing my sex research. This was the most fun podcast to do research for. That's because you're a pervert. Yeah, yeah. I'm a pervert, too. That's why I do it. <laughs> so I get to do lots of sex research. Porn went up just a massive amount during the COVIDs. Yep. Healthy or not healthy? Um, you know, it depends on how you do it. I enjoy watching porn. There's certain okay. types of porn that I like watching. Tutorial porn is very fun to watch. Tutorial porn. That's yes. the one genre I haven't looked up. It yeah. Can you explain so what that means? It is so fun to watch. It's basically you watching someone learning how to get someone else off. And so you just learn different ways of exploring the body and um, kind of understanding where the individual's pleasures are rather than trying to just get the orgasm. Wow. Wow. Where most porn focuses on the orgasm, right? Or being loud or whatever. Yes. Uh, I've never looked at that genre of porn. Well, you're about to. It's fun. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you talked about, you know, porn being up during COVID, I'm sure, but... You porn, I believe, is the culprit, but they, brought, they took down a lot of amateur porn. 
Are you a fan of amateur porn, or do you think that you like the professionals? You want the 4K shit where you can see all the dirty details? Um, I don't know. The nice thing about amateur porn is it's real. It's not yes. faked. Yeah. But you know what? Everybody that's an amateur, whether you're an amateur... Um, what, Podcaster? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, an amateur Bitcoin investor, whatever. What do you call those stock markets? Stonks. Stonks. Let's talk about Ross, baby, Jeez. and Jables, man. Stonks. They got me all fired up Listen, talking about being hard today, man. All the, all the amateurs are getting the shaft. So am, even amateur porn's getting the shaft. Amateur porn guys, they were coming out, and, and the, the stat is, is that all this amateur porn was coming out hard. Mm. It was coming out hard. People were downloading it. They weren't monetizing it. They were monetizing it. And they were getting thousands, hundreds of thousands of more views than the 4K uh, porn that you were talking about. They were getting these hundreds of thousands of views for these amateur things. And all of a sudden, they were like, yeah, amateur folks are making a lot more money than even the paid actors. Because gotta, people can relate it to it more. Right. You know, you actually... You're like, oh shit, I've been there. <laughs> Isn't it crazy though that that even in stocks? Well, that's essentially the, the same stocks. damn thing that it's happened. The same you know, thing. I, the dumb guy version of what happened in Drink Bros Maine and on the Ross Patterson Revolution. They've been talking about this, and essentially all these redditors got together and they were like, you know what? Fuck the man. We're gonna go against the hedge fund and we're gonna invest in GameStop. We're gonna invest in Nokia. We're gonna invest in Naked. We're gonna et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And all of a sudden, they're overthrowing these uh, hedge funds. And I, I want to say they're, Good. it's like $15 yeah. billion. Dollars. Fuck them. Last time I saw it was like $15 billion, you know. So I'm, I'm coming out of my hip surgery, right? And I'm laid up on the couch, heavily, heavily medicated. And I'm watching Ross Patterson Revolution and Drinking Bros. Maine. And I'm having the time of my life um, with the assistance that I got. Time is like <laughs> and, and they're talking about all the stonks, and, and Ross keeps going, stonks, stonks, into the microphone. So I'm like, you know, I need to Google machine this. And I'm finding out that they are truly fucking the man. They are fucking yeah. the man on this. Like billions and billions of dollars. And I feel like that's what amateur dollars. porn did. They were like, look at us. And when I listen to your, when I listen to your podcast, that's what you talk about. Yeah. You talk a lot about you being individual. And, and when I feel like porn, when we're talking about amateur porn... What was the last episode that you did on uh, the, the nudes, the self-nudies and being comfortable with yourself and things like that? Like, why did I do that one? Yes. Because I had so many friends who were like, <laughs> this I This is sense, me being sensual tonight. Yeah, right? seriously. I had that? so many you friends like who would like, obsess over, I sent him these pictures and he didn't say anything. And I'm like, do you like the picture? Like, I have fucking 300 hidden naked photos in my phone. Has anyone that I've been with seen all of them? No, like they're for me. I take videos for myself. Like if my boyfriend falls asleep and I'm fucking bored, I'm not gonna be mad at him for falling asleep. I'm gonna go take some nudes because what else am I gonna do right now? So going back to what Chef Puhak said. But I don't think it's about fucking the man. Yeah. I think it's about tuning <laughs> in on kidding. what you can I, do. I you thought know? we were still just, talking about amateur porn. <laughs> right? Look, yeah. I was just talking about, about money. How about it? How about it I was just stuck on like 300 nudes in your phone. I'm like, who's stealing this phone tonight? Babies on our damn hands. Yeah, yeah. Who is stealing this phone tonight? That's where I was going. Let me get this show kicked off. Let's roll, man. Jesus, thing has been a shit show from the beginning. Isn't it always? Gosh, I'm baby. Is my face red is my face yes. red because it feels yes. red uh yes. i think on that note let's yeah, we definitely. got you we got you hooked on we I got, got a you. good segue for you eric it's definitely about red. sticking people 
We got, got some EpiPens, EpiPens, man. You got your EpiPen. Where's yours? You got it at the low ready, man? I've got the EpiPen. We always have the EpiPen on this show. This is Drinking Bro Sports Tailgate Legend Show, where we tailgate with legends and legendary people. Uh, chef Puhak is our chef, and he's allergic to shellfish Everything. and seafood. Life. Life. He's I got new hips. I got to get a so new we shoulder always soon, have, so. uh, We always have an EpiPen available. Yeah. Um, and, and we have... He'll be dead by the end of the show. <laughs> he will be dead because you're cooking a... What are you cooking over there? All the, low all country the bowl going on. That's what he said he wanted to do. Low country you wanna, bowl, shrimp, sausage, corn, potatoes. Crab. We got it all, man. We got oysters on the half shell. He's got him some peppers. He's going to be sauteing up and giving it to you. So we're going we go to see what he's got here in a minute. <laughs> well, I've got my needle ready to stick him. We got some sponsors. And why we got you aroused, why we got you hard, why we got you wet. Ooh. Ooh, no, we don't have girls. Dripping. We don't have girls on the show, so I have to say wet tonight. <laughs> uh, why we got you wet? Let's get some sponsors out of the way. Copper Still Records, who manages this shit show. Uh, Buddha's over there. That's what we call him, Buddha. I don't know his real name. I call it's him the cat herder. The it's cat like herder. Hurting fucking it cats is hurting fucking cats, cats but he has a look on his face tonight that he's totally disgusted where we're going with this show. He was wasn't expecting this tonight. Uh, he said he had a special guest, and I said, "Get fucked, Buddha. We have a special <laughs> guest. We have Susie from Howard Sons. Howard Sons definitely in for you know quite a lesson tonight. Well, he's oh gonna have God. the foulest <laughs> mouth in fourth grade. Uh, Howard, did no you see that? Howard, did you see the text educated. I sent you, Howard? What, what can I do with your son if you need me to, buddy? I <laughs> oh, man, we're text. good. No, okay. dude, sex, they, they don't teach education in high school. Right? Well, he's so going to get something tonight. He's going to learn it the right way, <laughs> yeah. baby. He's got, yeah. he's got to learn about it, baby, so we might as well get it on. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, we he, got some spots. He, he ain't paying us no attention. We have it, we got to, you got to talk about it, right? you got to talk about it. These people are doing this stuff. They're having fun with this stuff. And uh, I would Listen, like to say that I went to Catholic school for a little bit, and I am just mortified. Those are the wild I, ones. I'm mortified I'm right now. I'm partying with you guys. Boy, that kid's <laughs> going to school tomorrow, and he's saying, I'm going to be hard, and I'm going to stay hard up in here in fourth grade, homie. Oh, no. uh, listen, we are sponsors today. Whiskeyware.com. That's whiskeyware, W-A-R-E.com. Makers of the finest customizable whiskey glasses with a beadless rim. Uh, we love these glasses. They also make the tumblers that everybody's drinking out of tonight. I tumble um, for you. You do tumble. They made these tumblers with Instill Distilling Company, which is our next sponsor, instilldistillingco.com. Makers of the finest rum available in Florida and North Carolina. But whiskeyware.com, I'm drinking out of a, a glass that says Black Horse Mafia 11th Armored Calvary uh, division. It's, so they're all customizable premium glasses. They're $19 a piece. You can get whatever you want on it. If you want to just press foreplay, if you wanted two people boning yes. on a whiskey glass, yes. they would sandblast, laser etch, where you have texture wow. on a beadless Everyone premium a whiskey texture, glass. Everybody needs texture <laughs> in this world. And um, that's the ultimate foreplay because if you came to my house and you served me a cocktail in a premium whiskey glass from whiskeyware.com, I'd be boned up for sure. What do you do my with that rim? My dick would be very right? hard. You mentioned the rim. I'd rim the shit. I'm going right there. I would rim all of it. Analingus, are we in or out? I'm, I'm oh. not into it. Yeah, I'm not that's either. The one thing not a, not well, I've done it. I've done it. It depends on. We've all been there, bro. We're not going to go there, but we do have I'll you a guess. We. Pff, I want to mention someone that might be. That's interested. the rum wow. kicking in from Instilled Distilling Company. But we do have a gift for you tonight from WhiskeyWear.com. If you'll grab that box right there, try not to. Ooh. 
knock that grabbing boxes dildo and everything thing off of there. But anyway, that is your glass for tonight, courtesy of whiskeyware.com. Our other sponsor tonight, of course, Howard Manning, Manning's Restaurant, Manning's on Main. We'll be 406 talking. East Main Street, baby. You guys need to go. 406 East Main, Shane Clayton. Some good food. And we may or may not have him in, in Austin this week. We don't know. Uh, I, 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 I don't believe I'm going to make it to Austin, unfortunately. Well, I'd pay for it. If you wanted to go, I would pay for it. I'd appreciate it. Henry, we need to go to Austin. Uh, Texas is doing some good shit right now. I can tell you that. That's one fucking place I'd like to be. Fighting the good fight. You know what? You're doing good shit, though. I mean, you're you're fucking playing the same game Texas is. What's that? You're wide open. Oh, fuck yeah, You're wide open, baby. We got it going on, man. You You got it going on. You better make a reservation for the end of the weekend. Everybody in the triangle is going to, uh, to Manning's on Main. You know why? Because you make everybody feel comfortable. That's, That's right. right. That's what it's That's all right. about, man. That's why you, everybody's listening to us and finding out what's going to be happening at the Super Bowl. You put the cum in comfortable. What the fuck is going to be happening? So who's going to win? Who you got? Tom Brady. We did oh, this last TV. time. You need a reminder? I'll show you what I did TV. with the microphone. Yes, we do need a reminder because this is a sports game. tailgate show. Well, I have a fun stat for you. I got it first, Nancy. Joe. Before Give you go, me. I think we need to figure out how we can increase your chances of having some interaction with Thomas Brady. Whatever it takes. I'll do whatever yeah. it takes, She man. needs to give you some tips. Just the time. Uh, well, you already oh, beat me oh. to it. I was going to say just the <laughs> But I do have some stats for you. Tom Brady's been in the league 21 years. Okay. Ten of those years, That's crazy. he's gone to the big game, the Super Bowl, it's where he belongs, which means he's 47%, there's a 47% chance he's going to make it to the Super Bowl. Have you heard of Steph Curry? Are you familiar with it? With, uh, I've heard of her. Mr. Steph Curry? I've heard of her. She's he's pretty, pretty good at shooting the basketball through the hoop, especially <laughs> yes. from far away. One of the greatest, if not the greatest, three-point shooter of all time. When he shoots a three, it's 43% chance that that ball is going to go through the hoop, which means... Tom Brady on any given year has a better chance at making it to the Super Bowl than Steph Curry has at making a three and what? a better chance that than Ben Roethlisberger has in a bathroom somewhere with some lady. Ain't that right? Uh, yes, our, our manager over there is a big Steelers <laughs> fan. Uh, if we're talking about stats, we're talking about percents, which say that, say that stat one more time. Tom Brady. They don't. Yep. Ten out of 21 years that he's played, he makes it to the Super Bowl, which carry the two 47%. Okay. Steph Curry from three-point land, 43%. Okay. Just more reason to call Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr. the greatest living American. But since we're talking about Tom Brady, we're also talking about a little bit of sex. Uh, I've got a I've got a percentage for you. I just read Uh-oh. I just read on this show that. A male's orgasm is 93% stronger and longer if it's through the uh, prostate. Also, uh, prostate oh. orgasm. What do you think about that? Um, I think a lot of men are scared to have a little pinky up the butt, but I think they'd be surprised at how fun it would be. I'm not pinky scared. fucking give me the pointer Fist finger. Me. Give me the old pointer Fist finger. Uh, I mean, you know, you can introduce the pinky. it first, and then who knows where he'll ask you to take it after that. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Is that a real stat? Is that a re- I mean, I read it. I don't know. I would say if you practice semen retention, if you've ever heard that, you'll what? have a more powerful orgasm. No, we haven't. Orgasm. Stop, stop. What is semen retention? Semen retention is basically the theory of not allowing yourself to ejaculate right away, but instead honing in on your partner's pleasures and not focusing on your own. So you're basically ignoring your orgasm completely, and it's allowing you to just prolong. We call that selfless service in the military. It's also (laughs) semen, semen retention, too. Okay, so semen retention is so... Well, there's also a bigger practice to it of, like, you can do sexual things to yourself so like caressing yourself or whatever but not 
fully getting there. So yes. like have a week of Which just, is what Boston Joe has been weeks. doing for the last week and a half. Hold myself well, you out. Talk, he's been holding himself. That dude's dick has been dude, hard. It's called sexual energy. He yes. knows how to use it to his advantage yeah, for his game yeah, because he's then he it. plays his game. Yeah. He's got all that fucking energy going he's into it bowling. and then he gets laid afterwards and it's, it's be great. Splooge everywhere. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> ropes <laughs> of it. Listen, <laughs> ropes of it. Love it. Love do it. you think do you think that sports in any way shape or form is that sexual to you at all? Um, like I said, game. like there's foreplay in everything. So if you're enjoying what you're doing, it comes off as sexy to people. Okay. So if you're confident in what you're doing, it's going to come off to the in- individual as very, very sexy. So then it's sexual. Like Chef Puhak over there on the grill. That exactly. is sexy to me. He's fucking, yeah. he's owning it. He's in his element. He's over there. He's turning knobs. He's mm-hmm. flambang. I just saw a lot of fire over there. Yep. He's got his Oozing partner over passion. there. They're fucking scooping I'm some I'm lighting it up and making it hot for you guys. Right, exactly. I see that flame. Uh, <laughs> I, am, I am hot. He is, in his, he is in his element and that is hot. Uh, have you ever, are you going to get a little bit hot over this weekend's game at all? Is there anybody that you're going to be watching it with that uh, that this game is going to be foreplay for you? I'm not into football. If I watch it, I'm usually distracted by the butts or the cheerleaders. The butts. Yeah, the the butts butts or the cheerleaders. So you're not gay. So you're not gay. Huh? You're not gay. I'm not. uh, You're into male butts? Yeah. You're non-binary. What's yeah. the word? Sam. What's the word? I, Is that I what don't you Yeah, I'm gender fluid. Okay, good. Yeah. Whatever I want to no, be. No labeling. So, but you like the butts in the uh, tight football pants. She wants to put yeah. a pinky if, in them. If I'm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Looking for butts to just plug the no, hole in. Just plug that well, hole. speaking of butts, <laughs> Tom Brady's wearing a uh, white. That's, look, I'm sure look, that's your Boston favorite Boston Joe would be sticking way more than a pinky <laughs> in Tom Brady's I'm sure there's a lot of things that happen in those uh, locker rooms that we don't know about. <laughs> really? You think so? No. I mean, honestly, I don't know. These days, sure. I'm from Seattle, so everyone is, like, you know, curious about all kinds of things, so I'm sure. What kind of, what kind of backlash, maybe not backlash, what kind of banter, I don't know the word for it, what do you get on your podcast? Do people t- reach out to you? Or Read the comments. Reach out to you? What are the comments? Yes, read the comments. You know, I've, I get mostly that your podcast is interesting. So I feel like I talk a lot, a lot about a lot of things that people don't fully understand, so they don't dive too much. I in didn't it. understand. Exactly. I listened to a lot of shit this week uh, because I had to do research, and there's a lot of stuff about myself that I didn't understand. One being that I've never taken a nude selfie of myself. That wasn't supposed to That's a generational to be funny. gap. That just shows your age. You're but old. But now I'm thinking, maybe I'm missing out. Because I got you talked about in one of your episodes about the freedom yeah. and the sense of freedom that it gives you mm-hmm. to take a picture of yourself in the nude. And I think that's cool because, I mean, I don't give a fuck about myself. Uh, I don't <laughs> give a shit what anybody thinks about me. I'm married to us. I'm married. But My like, wife is beautiful. How sexy if married. you opened her beautiful. phone and saw that she had these nudes that she just takes? And you're like, well, I was thinking about me. I don't who is think this about woman? Like, do you want to hear a funny? You want to hear a funny story about my wife's nudes? Yeah, I do. <laughs> Boston Joe, can I tell I a fucking story? But I know <laughs> we're supposed to go to you. I know we're supposed to go to you right now. But listen, one time <laughs> when I was a cop, my wife sent me a uh, nudie. I said, I texted her. I said, I'm having a. Re-. She said, How's your night going? I said, I'm having a very shit night. She sent me a picture of her tits. Yes. That was about eight years ago. And that was when phone technology wasn't what it is now. And all the other cops sitting at the table, they picked up my phone. Uh-oh. Well, they saw it because it lighted up. Yeah. And they saw tits. And they grabbed my phone and they're like, oh, shit. I got back to the table with my wasabi and soy sauce because we were at a, at a Chinese takeouty. And um, 
all of a sudden, 10 minutes later, my wife, uh, 10 seconds later, my wife's texting Tips me, later. why is officer so-and-so and officer so-and-so texting me that they're having a bad night? Oh, and I was like, no. I go back and I look and I see a tit pick and I'm like, what the? And they're like, oh. ha ha, if I'm having a bad night, I'm getting some oh titty pics too, baby. So uh, my wife said, never again will you be getting boob pics. Yikes. You blew me. it, dude. You That's fucking not you true. You change your notification so that the photo doesn't <laughs> yeah, pop up Yeah, we fixed it. She still sends me nudies. Amateurs. Uh, if you want to <laughs> hack my phone, my name is Eric Tanzi and my wife does send me nudies <laughs> on the daily. Yes, you so found a good one. She keeps me exciting. She keeps me excited. Well, she's... Yeah, she's a different breed, that human being, if you've ever met her. And those of you who have heard her on the Drinking Bros podcast. She is a saint know. to put up with your ass. She is An a absolute saint. She doesn't saint. swear. She doesn't curse. I don't. She only looks at porn when I force her to. <laughs> and by forcing her to. Like bird box and you hold yep. the eyes over. Yes, I tape her forehead <laughs> down. I tape her, I tape her to a gurney. Eyelids up. <laughs> yep, I have a gurney. Do you have a gurney in your bedroom? I have all kinds of things I have a gurney in my bedroom. In my bedroom. Oh. I strap her down on all the All kind of things. All right, you brought it up. You got all the kind of things in your all bedroom. You talked yeah. about pegging. I mean, where do you have like a closet? She full never of toys talked about pegging. That's something I you actually just did. She did. You yeah. weren't fucking listening. Mm -hmm. I wasn't. When the hosts I aren't listening. I slipped it in. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I heard pegging might. Wait, what? <laughs> look, look, I got to apologize for Boston Joe right now because he's been horny since the uh, since the NFC I Championship. Mean, in his defense, I totally did say A couple say of weeks pegging. ago, yeah. uh, she's got has, my back. He has been so she might horny. Be on my back soon. Though. So boned up since that NFC Championship game. Uh, chef, I think I'd uh, be good at it. <laughs> chef Puhak, what is going on over there? It smells amazing. So before we get into that, I want to tell you a screwed up chef story uh, that has to do with dicks. Yes. Yeah, it's right on cue. Okay. So Chef it. Howard, you know, he's over there working hard. You've heard a staff meal before, right? You got to give your staff a staff meal. So when I was working in Philadelphia, it's common for everybody to um, have a staff meal. And the chef, what he does is he prepares something for the meal. So this particular chef was a total asshole, unnamed location, un unnamed chef. And what he would do is he'd make white rice, sushi white rice every day. And, you know, do we have to provide the people that we work with um, or that work for us a meal? No. But it's the right thing to do if they're going to provide you with, you know, good service, right? So... In my opinion, you got to throw him a banger. So what this guy do, he'd serve white rice. And for months, these people would bitch to him. So he's kind of sick and twisted. What he ended up doing was he went down to Chinatown and bought an ox penis. And I'm not sure if you guys have ever seen an ox penis, but they're pretty big. Oh, no. Um, really big. And what he did, did they have was to spin it in like that whole wheel. Thing? Yes, they 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 spin it in torture and it, it like looks, a cheese roll. It looks it looks like a, a like a, a long like a kielbasa sausage spun on the thing that you buy it in the Asian market. So he buys this thing. It's probably like I don't know how big that is. Thirty six inches. It's Boston Joe size. And what he does is he cubes it up, cubes it up, breads it. With nice panko bread crust, beautiful, makes all these aiolis. See and the for texture. the people that aren't, that aren't foodies, aioli is like a, favor, uh, a flavored uh, mayonnaise. Plates it up all nice, and everybody's having the greatest time thinking they're eating like gourmet chicken nuggets or pork nuggets or something oh, like no. that. No, they're eating cock. And they're, the, the, the lead server <laughs> says, cock. chef, this meal is so much better than the rice. It, it, the meat, I can't place the meat, man. What is the meat? It's, it's a little bit tougher. <laughs> And it's like said, something I've tasted before, but I can't quite put my finger on it. 
Well, I worked in the theater district in Philadelphia, so like that's a thing, probably. But anyways, so what, kink it, shame. what ended up happening was he says, this is weird. What is this, chef? I can't place the meat. You know, you train us so well. And what he ends up saying, he loses his shit. The chef was a complete <laughs> asshole. He said, you guys eat what I feed you. And I just fed you dick. Shut up and eat rice when I feed you rice. Tonight you eat dick. Or next yes. week it's Rocky Mountain Oysters. And he became yeah. legendary. He became legendary in Philadelphia for the wrong reason. Not on the food scene. His restaurant tanked. Everybody hated him. Oh, but that no. story will stay with me for the rest of my life. That's why we call Tansy a dick. Because you are what you eat. Yeah. Hey. Hey, listen, so, if I had to suck a dick, I'd be the best in the league because I feel like the longer you do it, the worse it is. Don't they have is, a restaurant so. that's like all pertaining to different types of cooked cock? Really? I'm pretty sure. Probably. Yeah, I don't. Look, I can yeah. tell you, you where know. it is. You but. would know. You're the sexpert. Uh, yeah. how, sex how do you cook your cock? Yes. <laughs> um, you, uh, listen. Speaking of uh, kink shaming, he mentioned kink shaming, kinky tailgates. You have you ever tailgated before? Um, this is for you. This is an Eric Tanzi special Ooh. made in a. This is your whiskey Ooh. girl. I did you so, like your glass? Did you like your glass from whiskeywear.com? I love com? it because I used to work at a whiskey bar in Seattle yes. called Lot Three, and we learned all about whiskey. So okay. I'm a total whiskey. Well, this is made with rum, so um, you whiskey it gets fucked. Yeah. Uh, but this is a rum old fashioned made with Instill Distilling Company's Lovely. spiced and Ava aged rum, and yes, I like it. Yes. But anyway, it's um, high in alcohol content. But anyway, fuck Perfect. all the um, these sponsors. Fuck those sponsors. <laughs> Fuck them. Fuck them real good. Let's get into the food, man. Uh, Noel's like, too. no. <laughs> you ready? Yeah, are you ready? Eric, yeah, I'm Eric, ready. I've, so Eric, wait, I'm, wait, wait, wait. A, Eric I'm a huge old-fashioned old guy. Yes. A, you can't tell the difference. No, 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 no. Not with the AVH and still the ceiling company rum, because I made it. Um, no. Any of you whiskey nerds, uh, you'll get down on it. And uh, uh, when you served it to me, we, we were doing a different podcast, and we did chili that day with some venison, and we had two or three fingers neat of the Ava, and oh my gosh, man, that Ava, that Ava rum, uh, you, if you told me it was whiskey, I would have believed you. It stands toe-to-toe -to -toe with some of the best whiskeys I've ever yeah. had. I challenge as well. Thank you for that. Sorry, I'm trying to get another drink. Are we ready for food? So, yeah, let's get, it, let's get into it, Chef Howard. So, with, with, with the game coming up, okay, with Tampa Bay... I started looking up recipes, and, and my objective was to go super basic because we have the legendary Chef Howard with us. And what I'm doing is a basic seafood boil. Um, and there's a, Tampa, there's, there's a Tampa spin on it where I'm going to use some tropical flavors like lime, um, some poblano peppers. And what I've got going on behind me on the screen um, and behind me on set is I've got some poblano, poblano peppers caramelizing down with some, so good, with yeah. some beer brats because I like beer, and since I can't bring beer into a distillery because of North Carolina law, I brought it in the brats. So it's caramelizing down with the brats, and then I've got some uh, large and extra large shrimp going in some uh, lime butter. I'm getting ready to light it on fire, but when before this podcast started, I talked to Chef Howard. I was like, man, I went super basic, and I want you to tell me how Chef Manning and Mannings would rip on a low country boil, because my man can rip and rock with some Creole and Cajun cooking. Do you know what that sounds like? Multiple foodgasms. Yes. <laughs> Multiple yes. foodgasms. So what would you do to make a seafood boil if you did one? 
First, did, I mean, first of all, well, what do you got? Call all it? the elements you need right here for your seafood boil. I mean, you you pretty much fucking nailed it. You know, any beach, any access you set up, you can easily do something like this. You know, obviously, if you're at home and you've got all your favorite items, you got your big cauldron here. You you get some lovely liquid going water, chicken stock, all my favorite spices. Throw them in there, just get them boiling real hard, you know, and then just you're relaxing the whole time drinking in steel rum. Mm -hmm. I mean, just love. What was life. it that you put in the uh, cooking liquid? Oh, the court bouillon. I can't tell you about that. That's you can't tell me about that. <laughs> it's no, the that's, booyah that's, booyah. That's your that's your chicken stock that that you you actually so kindly generously you put it in the pot for us and we added some uh, wonderful water from right here at Instill Brewery and we just I made a wonderful mix of just peppercorns and our house Cajun seasoning and we got it all in the pot going. He got some corn on the cob. I brought some andouille. He's got the beer brats. We got potatoes, a little red bliss ones. Those are the best right. for this uh, kind Chef of deal. Ho Chef Howard, what are you doing for this Super Bowl? What do you What do you guys got Super going Bowl on? Super Bowl will be wide open, just wing dang doodling down At there, Manning's man. Just restaurant? come on down. Killer specials. We'll have obviously. I think people will be mowing on the wings. Probably due to go business will be insane. I would imagine. Yes. Um, and. We'll be right there from you guys never 12 down. to 9. Like, I, you know, me running, I, I, I own Insula Selling Company, obviously. <laughs> and I'm always trying to, like, cover my analytics and see how they... Do you guys ever slow down for anything? You guys don't slow down for shit. Nah, man, we're wide open. You guys open. are That's, wide we gotta, open all we gotta day, make every living, day. Man. We got to keep everybody food on the table and keep happy, man. Because Clayton yeah. loves freedom. Dude, <laughs> Clayton does love Clayton freedom. Loves Listen, freedom. if you want to get free, if you want to be free, you just come on down to Clayton, North Carolina. Listen, if they don't even like their chief of police because he's getting a little too tyrannical, they just run that ass right out of town. That's Clayton, North Carolina for you. They just say, you know what? You're getting a little too hard. You write a little too many tickets. Get the fuck out, homie. Get fucked. Uh, not that I agree with it. I'm not saying I agree or I disagree, but Clayton's a hard town. They've been free since uh, Prohibition. I mean, you got. I mean, this was the town that started NASCAR. They said, oh, we can't have alcohol. We've got Percy Flowers. He'll be running booze. Good old Percy Flowers. Yeah. So, I mean, Clayton has always been about freedom. Listen, uh, do you think that sports and sports games, do you think that is... For, uh, is that a is is that foreplay? I mean, you know, could it be? It, it definitely could be. Like you, I don't know. Because guys and girls need foreplay, right? Yeah. And so maybe this weekend's the weekend that the girl. I gotta say, guys don't need foreplay. Guys are ready to fucking go. It's I don't the women. Oh man, to, I don't know my wife's. Up. She's dabbled You'd in it. You'd fuck a couch if you could. I mean, I, I would, would too. Don't get me wrong. I would. I would. But when up. my wife does the whole foreplay thing, it does. It's, well, dude, but it your whole things. day can be turned into foreplay. There's small moments that you can turn into like small moments of pleasure that don't go anywhere super sexually, but it's still. Sure. You know, right. an arousing moment. Like kissing in the kitchen. Yeah, exactly. It's like something simple that I don't like ass, to do. You know, I don't like kissing spank. in the kitchen, but my wife likes to kiss. Yeah. In the kitchen, and so because well, I like, know come up she likes it. Come behind her and it. kiss her behind her ear one time. Like she's gonna be like, yes. "Oh, where are you going?" Like if right. you do that and walk away, she's gonna be like, "Excuse me, like you're gonna get a lasso around you." Write this <laughs> you know shit down. One of the one of the most important things that's ever that, that I've ever heard uh advice that's been given to me was a man told me one time he said don't do or say anything that's not going to get you laid before you say or do anything ask yourself ask yourself is this going to have the adverse reaction <laughs> is this going to get me laid and i took it to heart i take a lot of things to heart so when i things when i say things to my wife or i do things to my wife i always ask myself sometimes i forget <laughs> but most times i ask myself 
That would be funny if I said it, but is it going to get me laid? Dude, no, it's true. Probably because not, and I don't say it. And you know what? My sex life with my wife is incredible. There's, there amazing. are certain things that are said that will shut a woman off for the rest yes. of the evening from sure, you. Sure. And it's like if you and make her feel bad it? about herself, if you make her feel like someone else is superior, then yeah. But if you take the time to just those little touches to make her feel loved throughout the day, like she's going to be honest. It was a conscious effort. And I, luckily I learned it um, early in our relationship. Mm -hmm. um, but I have literally for the last 10 years, I've, I've really focused on... Is what I'm about to say or what I'm about to do going to get me laid? And if the answer is no, so if, it, if it's arguing with her, like let's say she's telling a story to her friends, and maybe the story is exaggerated, which <laughs> it's usually on my side. I'm usually the exaggerator here. I was going to let you say that but one. But <laughs> if she says it, I would say I could call her out, but that wouldn't get me laid later. No. I See, could I just don't, smile and let her go with that. I don't do that at all. Because it's her friends. You like, should. I say whatever the fuck I want, and I still get laid. So well, yeah. Way. Yeah, but I'm telling you... Uh, it's going to come back to bite me one of these days. But. She licks my ass and sucks my balls at oh, the yep. same See, he's time. Doing analingus, right baby. <laughs> We're back on the analingus. Ooh, I hope my mother-in-law is... There are things to be explored that you listening. might be missing. I, I want to sports and sex at the same time here. So it's like a, a myth or rumor that you're not supposed to, to bang before the big game. So I don't yes, know if Tom Brady. I don't know I've if Tom Brady's boxing. Be banging you know why though? Before. You know why? why? Is because you're that sexual energy you're building up. It's like waiting until after the so game. So you've done your research. You're not just a human being that gets on a podcast and no, just talks shit. No, dude, this you shit know. works for manifesting. It fucking works. Mm, like you I, know. I because of all of the c-word shit that's going on. What's like, the c-word? What's the c-word? COVID. Oh, okay, COVID. Fuck yeah. I was going to say cunt. COVID, get fucked. I get oh, it. No, I, I, I would say that. <laughs> okay. Um, but because of all that, like for a while. Why do you have to say it so pretty? Cause I got this mouth. <laughs> uh, you said it like so. Whoa. What the fuck? Holy shit! Yes. Did you? I was not that this was that this. kind of tailgate. No, no, I didn't. Is this foreplay? Do you have a That's vegan and gluten-free options? I was totally kidding. I was like, oh no! Are you? I thought I serious? liked you. <laughs> like, you just oh, melted I like his me. Heart. I have a sex podcast. Come on. <laughs> That's true. You're a meat eater for sure. But where you're from Seattle? I'm not from Seattle. I'm from California. I've I've been stuck in Seattle. Chef Puhak, tell me what's Sleep going on right here in front of my fucking face. Yes. Look, if you don't follow us on YouTube and subscribe to us on YouTube, you're an asshole. Yeah, I get uh, But I'm going to take a picture right now. I'm going to send this over to our producer, and he'll snap it up and put it on the, the show. But we have shrimp. We have sausage. We have corn. We have we oysters. Need to get the, uh, I don't even know where this is. Puhak, where did you... No, can you hear me on this mic? Yes, we can. I bump uh, myself down. A, a Chef Puhak... Wait, wait, hold up, man. We need to get a picture with with Howard on this one. This Let's is, go. This is good. <laughs> Let's this go. Is good. What the fuck are you waiting for, then? <laughs> <laughs> Look, you, nobody's going to take in orders from an asshole wearing that shirt. <laughs> this shirt is fire. Your shirt Back me fucking... up here. This shirt's fucking fire. Is that for play? Is that shirt for play? There's confidence in that shirt. All right, look up here. Look up here, dickheads. Yes, sir. Look up here. All right. In the shirt, too. It's good. Howard, look at the camera. We're taking pictures, everyone. Who All right, listening? let's let's talk about what we got going on, Chef yes. Howard. Hop back on that mic, man, because you did some God. savage work, dude. Savage work. He came wow. to show up, and he showed up. Oof. All right, man, we got it. We got it going on. We've got your Jeez. wonderful selection. You got the portobellas just nicely seared on your little black stone over here with some beer brats. Obviously, that's just dead center of that, know, and you right? threw some medium-sized shrimp on top of that. And, and you're getting it. That thing goes great. Tacos, just like it is with that cocktail sauce. Put that shit on a fucking cracker. Yeah, looks like we got some What'd you call me? I got, oh. I got potatoes, a little 
new boiled potatoes right mm -hmm. there, andouille sausage. You got lump crab meat in the center, and we've got some oysters on the half shell down here. We got just crabs? took some of this nice broth and just dripped <laughs> it on top, fresh lemon. My gosh. Again, my killer cocktail sauce, man. You just can't beat it. You know, the thing, the thing about tailgating is I know I sound redundant if you guys are true followers of this podcast. It's simple, right? It should be simple, and a lot of people suck when they're simple. But you'll hear me and Eric say, just because it's simple, it doesn't have to what? Suck. So... This was some very elementary cooking. We literally just threw some good ingredients in a good broth, and we let it roll for a little bit. And then we threw some potatoes and some peppers and some corn in there. And then you put some good quality ingredients like some brats, some shrimp. Um, it's absolutely phenomenal, phenomenal. And, and this is the type of tailgating that we want to encourage you guys to do because, I mean, look, you got oysters, you got shrimp, you got bratwurst, you got oh, corn, you got... I went ahead and shucked us some crackers. I can't, I took I can't the, even just the, stop talking about it. Stop. It's so exciting. You don't want to, don't want to stop. So I'm going to get you guys some bowls just so like get, Chef Howard has, and we're going to roll. Tell me about it. All right, man. So... It just speaks for itself. I mean, look at it. It's corn on the cob. I don't know where to start. Shrimp. Well, huh? you do first. So we're a yeah, podcast. Yeah, you just get it. You just get <laughs> it. You just whatever you hit. I got some peeled shrimp over here. I got some that's not peeled. Hey, yeah, give me one of those for the shit. Look, so when you're doing your, your tailgate at home, this, this is this, this is, is it, what you got to do. Tell me what you have on this plate. Tell me everything for the, our the, podcast the, listeners. The bowl is, is Tupelo wood, um, just cut and aged for about seven months to a... A year, man, and then you just get it, hollow it out, and Talk get about it right. Foreplay. Oh man, just oh, rubbing it, rubbing it, rubbing it, rubbing it down good. You know, man, just we've got shrimp, sausage, this lump crab meat. Again, I just can't specify. You need to put that on a cracker right now, dude. You right. need to get let it. Me, let me get it. Let me All get right, it get on it. a cracker. Put Look, on a cracker. what I'm seeing before me is this is this ginormous. Hand me one of those oysters. Bowl of seafood it? goodness. Yeah, That's it. a seafood broil. Fuck yeah. It's so simple for your tailgate. Yeah, there um, we go. I don't even know we've got oysters it. on the half shell. I'm going to get some of this lump crab meat right mm. in my face. Man, that is, that's, that's Fucking Joe, Chef Pua, money, can dude. you put some of that on my, my cracker? Or, what do you need? I need some, some of the fucking lump. I want to see some of this lump crab that you guys oh, got going on here. I can't reach it. Bring it, it. Watch that. Watch Look that. at that. Out of the way right. He's bringing the bowl right to my face right now. Yeah, man. We'll get that stuff right there. Look, you know, the other guest that we had was a lot prettier, but yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm equally as turned on by I'm, you right you, now. You should be, man. Equally I mean, as turned on. We got some sexy talking going on. There. This is, this is right. amazing. So you want to do that for me, too? Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah, let me get you going. I, I tried myself, and I failed miserably. I lived so. in there Tampa there for two years. Oh, you know what? Let me put a little special sauce on that thing. Chef Howard, how do you Oh, yeah, there you go, baby. Chef Howard, how do you think people can improve their tailgates? I mean, we, we gave them some basics. Yeah, I always say prep your shit, man. Get your stuff ready. Don't don't get there and look stupid and, and just, just be able to relax and have a good time yep. and know what's going to yep. happen. Know what that outcome is going to be prior Mise en place, baby. Kick off, man. No, you're going to whip their ass just like Tom Brady. Fuck Tom yeah. Brady. He whips that ass. He whips that Giselle ass. Oh, hey. man. Hello. Who, hey, who, who, are, you taking, like who are you taking for the game? Be smart. TB, TB, yeah. Oh, fucking 12, shit. yeah. So if you want to watch TB12, get a seventh ring. Come on down to Manning's and watch it. Listen, oh, Boston <laughs> Joe and I got $100 on this do. game, and I'm on $100 on Mahomey. My homie, Mahomes, baby. Have you seen his brother? His brother sucks. This is a shout-out to Pat Mahomes' brother. He sucks. He's on TikTok. He's a little millennial fucking... How old is he? 
He's probably younger than me. He's a little, looks like a little shit. But How old are got you? Like 21? Uh, I can be whatever age you want me to be, Big Daddy. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I don't know. The, the mood was set right in the beginning of this podcast. I feel like all types are horny, so. And you've been all types of horny. My mom's going to listen to this well. Yes. <laughs> what did you do to this corn? This corn is so spicy. It's delicious. Tell us about your corn. That's that's the secret spices, man. We were talking about. We were shaking them up. We got chilies in there. We've got peppercorns. I want a shrimp. That's that's, that's what I'm talking about. But I mean, you you obviously crab legs would work. Anything you. (laughs) (laughs) My man can't take the heat. That shit's (laughs) kicking his ass over here. (laughs) My God. Wow. Oh, it's so good. How'd we get so lucky? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> whose idea was it to do a tailgate show where we cook food every well, show? Well, we're just trying hey, to man. give these guys ideas what, to, it, what to do. I mean, just like, you know, just because just you like sports doesn't mean you can't food, you know? No, I mean, Usually sports they go hand and in hand. food goes hand in hand. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Eric and I like food. We just don't sports that good. Mm. But we're making it work. <laughs> trying to get the shell off. What is this sausage? That's the andouille, and that's the beer brine. That's the not andouille. sausage. That's, that's the, the andouille, yeah. It's that ox cock that put on. What does andouille oh, mean? No, the andouille is the, right, the redder one. It's red in color. I got it. I got the red in color. What does andouille mean? Yeah, break it down, that chef. That means good. <laughs> that means good. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I love the skin on the andouille. It's got a nice little pop nice. to it, right? It does have Snap. a great pop. Snap, crackle, pop, rice krispies, baby. It's got the perfect little balance of spice to it. This is the best part for the people who only listen. You just go, mm. Do you, no. <laughs> you want one of these shrimp? I tell you what, listen, our crowd. Yeah, peel for you if you want one right here. I, I feel it. so bad because you, you, do you have a dog at home? And you're sitting there and you're eating like a lamb chop or you're eating something good at home, a steak, and your dog's sitting at the table with those whimpery eyes that look so cute and so sweet and so innocent, but your dog's ugly as fuck. Whoa. And that's what our crowd is. That's what our crowd is right now. They're all looking at us with those whimpery eyes. Especially the guy in the yellow. They're like, ooh, look at that. Look at that sausage he's putting in his mouth. But they're all, you know, yeah. I wish we could share with you, but we we're, can't. Well, we're because we're, we're the men. We're, we're the, the hosts. We're the, we're the fucking bosses of the show. Listen, your dog might be ugly. My dog's the most beautiful dog you've ever seen in your life, actually. I'd, I'd have to say I, I got your dog beat, man. We got I, 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 I'm fighting words. You have a pig. Oh, man, Felicia, yeah. I think yeah. she might be in the but dish. my dogs, we got Coco, Blondie, Shimmer. I mean, we got we got them all. I got, I got a blue-eyed husky, though. I mean, that's what he wants. That's what that's what. Yeah, look at him, Balto, look at, right? Oh, you watch that movie? No, he's like, uh, Balto was a good movie. <laughs> yeah, my guy Balto looks like the, the bad guy movie. in Balto, based on the true story. Chef Pulak, did you see Balto? Who's the bad no, uh-uh. you didn't see Balto? Yeah, tell me. about Look, it. dude, you're fucking drugged up as shit. You got a double <laughs> hip replacement because you're 80, going on 38. Uh, go home tonight. Get on Disney Plus. And um, watch. I believe uh, Kevin Bacon is in Balto. I think he voices he? Balto. If Shut I remember correctly. Shut up! Yeah. I love Kevin Bacon. It's like eight get degrees of here, separation s- with Kevin Bacon. You sexual being. We you. need to get, yeah, we we need got to get the some pretty lady up, back on. Up here for the nice lady. Just go right in. You get you that fucking sausage, Fish Eric. Eric. Yep, buddy, right here. <laughs> and doing sausage. Uh, to lead in as a smoked sausage, from okay. the vulgar French language. Okay. To lead in. Mm. Also, it in your mouth is what it is. originating in France to use pork, leading in using pork. Mm. So you it's got it. like deep, ah, smoky like flavors. You see it in a lot of like etouffees and gumbos and jambalayas and stuff like that. It's it's got a deep, deep, deep flavor to it, as opposed to the sharper uh, beer brat German. It does. Uh, but it does. From from the vulgar Latin verb inducing, lead in. 
leading. Do you see what he's doing there? Lead it in. Lead it Speaking on. Speaking of in. leading, our leaders are Copperstone Records, baby. Our manager, Copperstone Records, Buddha Budakowski. He's the leader of this shit show. He uh, gets us all the guests. He lines up all this, makes sure everything's going good. Listen, talking about foreplay and this food. I think food is the ultimate foreplay. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, my wife was uh, lived in France. She taught French at NC State. And listen, my wife and I's relationship is 100% sexual. <laughs> uh, we've been married. That's we've been together shit. now for 12 years. Oh, wow. And um, 100% sexual relationship. Mm -hmm. uh, we have sex so much that we argue about sex. Have you ever argued about sex? Yes. I have had many boyfriends who just think I'm a sex addict. And I'm like, I'm sorry, you can't keep up. It's not really my fault. Yes. And my wife and I are both sex addicts. And we uh, both can't keep up with each other. That's perfect It's a good dynamic. problem to have. That's Absolutely. a terrible problem to have. Is it? Because uh, you have every three night is a very long night. And our kids are, suffer from it. The other night, um, we were making sweet, passionate love. And... Um, I got up and I went to go turn the lights off after we got done with a, a nice session of love making. And I went to go turn the bathroom lights off, which is the kids' uh, night light, the bathroom light. And I heard, Dad? And I said, Duke, are you awake? That's my oldest son. He said, Dad. I said, what's going on, bud? He's eight. He's like, Dad, I heard the most awful sounds coming from your, they're homeschooled. So they have this crazy articulate Furbage above them okay. because their mom is very smart. I'm very stupid, but their mom is very smart. And they were, he was like, Dad, I heard this awful, this awful noise coming from your bedroom. It sounded like, ah, ah, ah. And I heard these bangs and booms, and I thought somebody's breaking in, and there was nothing I could do. And he's eight. And I was like, and by this time, I had made his way to Childhood his bed. ruined. I had they put my hand on his hand. His hand was trembling, he was shaking. And I knew he was for real. And I said, oh, my God, buddy, I'm sorry. He's like, Dad, I thought somebody was, something terrible was happening in your room. And I said, oh, buddy, we were watching a scary movie. We don't have a TV in our room. He knows this. <laughs> and he was like, Dad, promise me. Promise me you'll never watch a scary movie in your room oh, until I'm true. asleep. I went back to our room and I said, honey, <laughs> I told my wife this story. And she said, oh, my God, I, we've got to be more quiet. And I said, we? We? <laughs> Uh, that's you, honey. That is you. That uh, I am quiet. I am forcing your head into I mean, this pillow, like O.J. Really Simpson like... was murdering <laughs> Nicole. Allegedly, I was trying to keep this shit quiet and under wraps, oh. and you like, were, were you the really fucking though? noisy one. Were you really though? I thought I was. <laughs> I thought I was. Um, so on the opposite end of that spectrum, I wake up one night when I was probably 12, and my sister was probably eight, and yep. she. Wait, wait, wait. How old are you? I was 12, probably. How old are you now? No, actually, I was probably like nine, and she was probably like seven. I'm okay. almost 30 now okay and i wake up and she's got her ear to the wall okay and she looks at me and she's like susie they're doing it <laughs> did you know what that meant at that point oh of course i did because oh. i knew that they constantly was, did it i just was on the podcast it. right um she was at the beginning and then right. she got in a little love bubble so she couldn't be on it anymore yeah it was very hard to uh, get her to be consistent so i was like all right guess I'm wait gonna can do i ask is she the gay one Yes. Okay, she is a gay one. Because I was mm -hmm. listening to a show with you with a gay female. Mm -hmm. Not that it matters, but I mean, context matters. Yeah, it really does. Yeah. Well, since we're on the subject of being young, I mean, what, not to go too dark here, what's like the youngest age that you think you get exposed to my fuck you? Because you might have fucked your kid up if he heard you guys banging. 
I mean, my mom eight had, years old. I'd be fucking scarred. I was. I, my mom was twenty when she had me, so like I've fucking heard it all. Like so that's every why you're doing a sex I know every style. Now. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I see. I see how that works. Okay. So what know. inspired you to do a just for foreplay? Just press foreplay. So my just press foreplay. Yeah. So my sister is a pun queen. She's like the most funniest person I have ever met yeah, in my life. She's punny. Yeah, she uh. is so punny. So she came up with the name. Um, and thank God for that because I feel like it just kind of brought the entire show together. Um, but I've always been overly sexual and treated like it's. She too seems much. like she's not. I've listened she's to the podcast. She's not at all. She's very much the opposite. She's she seems very, like she's very repressed. Um, <laughs> which which is uh, outwardly, which is but against not inner, inner. Which is against the stereotype because she's gay. Mm-hmm. Um, I assume now at this point that she's gay. Well, she says she's gay. I didn't she's know she was your sister. Yeah. Lesbian. Mm-hmm. Uh, and usually you would think that, you know, stereotypically, gays are outspoken, because that's what the media portrays. Right. Um, but yours is the opposite. You're the outspoken one. Yeah. And you're straight. She's the... Right. What was that? And she gets embarrassed very quickly. She I, does. I, when I hear it, she gets very embarrassed. And that's why I wanted to start the podcast with her, to just, like, expose her to things so that way. I feel like the more you're educated about it younger, not in an over-sexualized way, but in just an educated way, then you can make better decisions going into partnerships. And you're not, like... Because there's so many times when you're young, you, like, meet someone and you're just like, oh, shit, I met this person and now I'm stuck with them for the evening because now I just feel bound to it. And it's like, why? Like, be assertive with yourself. Be assertive with what you like. Be assertive with what you're into. And if you're not into someone, who cares if you're on a Tinder date with them and they expect to go home with you at the end of the night? Who fucking cares? Like, if you're not into them, you're not into them. Are you a dating app person? Tinder, Hinge, Bubble, all that no, fun stuff? No. no, I think I've Grindr. like met two people on Tinder, and each time I was like, oh, you guys are the fucking weirdos. Is this where all the weirdos go? I don't really know. Well, we were talking about stigmas with, you know, talking about, like, your, your sister is a lesbian and talking about sex. There's definitely a stigma with being a woman and being so open. I mean, maybe it's 2021, not so much nowadays, but the, you know, the age-old stigma is, like, guys are allowed to talk about that. Did you get any flack yeah. when you started? Like, um, you're a woman, you're not supposed to be talking about sex. Not really, and I think that's why I don't get too much feedback. And people, Like, I get a lot of listeners, but I don't get too much feedback. But I think it's because they kind of, it's a different dynamic that I'm coming at it from. It's not this, like, raunchy, cater to what we think men like, mm. but instead dictate what we like, and then men will follow. Yeah, what's you like your demographic? What's the, the average listener look like? It's actually think? men. Yeah. Yeah, it's actually men between the age of, like, 25 and 50 is what I've noticed. Which is good, because that means men are still trying to figure out how to pleasure their woman. At least pretending. which how it should be. I mean, fake it till you make it, right? (laughs) (laughs) Fake it till you make it. Well, we talk about foreplay now. Is blue balls a real thing, or are we just making that shit up so you guys feel bad for us? I I don't know, because... No, it's a real thing, man. I've had You get the pain, but (laughs) but do you ever think, like, when a guy's like, oh, I have blue balls, now you got to help me out. It's like, ah, you're full of fucking shit. It's like, are you focusing on it, and so now you're creating it? Oh, okay. And also, if you didn't want blue balls, then you should have tried a little harder with the foreplay, and then you wouldn't have blue balls. Oh, lesson to all you men out there. Not that I need any. It's really not hard to please women. Like, it's small little things to notice about them. (laughs) No, but that's the thing. If you're not focusing on the foreplay beforehand, you're going to have a hard time getting them to come. Like, I've been in a relationship for the last six years, and there's times where my body will not come for him if he has not done things to, like, be nice to me throughout the day. If I felt Mm. degraded throughout the day, he can do forced orgasms, whatever. It's not going to work. 
Could you say that word one more time? Forced, forced orgasms. Oh, I thought you said forced story well, orgasms. Well, that's I'm fucked like, up Whoa. because like, I think any guy, like you could hold me down in a prison full of fucking dudes <laughs> and I'm not gay at all. I fucking love chicks. <laughs> and I Sure. Yeah, we might but, be hearing Eric's but fantasy. You know what? <laughs> but if you fucking put your hand on my dick and you move it up and down long enough and hard enough, I'm fucking, mm. something's happening. That's why my very body easy. will girls reject aren't. it. He can try all he wants, and my body will just completely reject it if yeah. I that's haven't girls felt loved throughout the day, that's and that's why. Shit. Yeah, what's the percentage of, like, psychological, to men, it's physical. Like I was saying with Tans, mm-hmm. you could fuck a couch and get us off. It's easy. We use our hands, it's not and a big And women, deal. it's psychological, Exactly. What's the why? percentage? Like, would you say it's, like, 75% psychological? To I don't think there's a percentage. I think no. that it depends on the individual, and that's why it's so important to learn where their pleasure mm. spots are. But when you're focusing on learning where their pleasure is rather than focusing on the orgasm, you're learning about them. It's like where love language comes in, right? And, yeah. and, you know, with, with me and my, my, my wife, and I, what I've learned with my wife is that my wife is very um, upfront with when I met her. Because I was a huge piece of shit when I met her. She was too. She was just coming up this European sex odyssey. <laughs> She'd been nice. sleeping all around Europe. And I was just coming out of the military. I was a fucking dirtbag as well. Um, but her thing was, is that you have to seduce me. You have to be in the moment. And for her, it was kissing in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. It was saying words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. She made me read the book, Five Love, Love Languages. Languages. Mm-hmm. Yes, she made me read the book. I read it. I'm glad I read it. Um, when, I, when I read it at the time, I was like, I was making jokes. What the I was fuck like, is this shit? These yep. fucking bitches <laughs> making me read this shit. Oh, you want gifts? But then I read. <laughs> but he did it after all. But when I read the book, you know, it made me really understand my wife. And, and and no man will ever hear me call my wife a bitch. No man will ever hear me embarrass my wife in front of them. No man will ever see me uh, degrade my wife. And yeah. when I say things to my wife, it's not it in a degrading a way. It's in a way to educate others. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is how things go. I listen yep. to my wife. I obey my and wife. And your sons are watching. And, and they, they are all the time. And they'll repeat that in their relationships. And, and, that's and I hope they do. I hope they do. Uh, I hope that they make out in the kitchen over a lamb leg and they slap her up on the cutting board <laughs> and they ram that hammer That's into really that shame wants. cave. They ram that hammer into the shame cave right there on that cutting board, spoiling everything and serving food right off of it to mm-hmm. their very mouths. I'm moist. Uh, listen, I have a surprise we for you. <laughs> listen, we're the Drinking Bros podcast. What, what's our time, uh, production manager? What's our... We're at 40, we have four minutes left? Oh, it's all an hour. We don't, we don't give a fuck about that. But listen, uh, so we're, we're products of the Drinking Bros. Have you ever heard of Drinking Bros? Um, not before I came here. No. Not before you came here. Well, Drinking mm-hmm. Bros is a huge podcast. A really big fucking deal. No big deal. Um, we're like top 50 uh, podcasts in the world, Drinking Bros. Um, but we are a branch of that called Drinking Bros Sports. And then uh, a sub of that, we're Drinking Bros Sports Tailgate Legends. Um, we're every Friday night on Drinking Bros Sports. But Drinking Bros, they have made a movie called Range 15. Okay. It's on Amazon. You should watch it tonight. It's your last okay. night in yep. North Carolina. Yep. That, half that show was shot by North Carolinians. You should definitely watch it, right? Range 15. But there's also a series of books. It's the first male sex romance novel to make it to the New York Times bestseller. Oh, wow. Okay. First male sex romance novel to make it to the, the New York Times. This was the first book of the series. It's called... It, 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 it's it's a uh, it's uh, what do you call it? I don't I know what the fuck you call it. Something. 
when you have a trilogy. It's a trilogy. Oh, there you go. And this the first book <laughs> a was series? called Yeah, series. And the first book was called At Night She Cries While He Rides His Steed. Okay. Mm. Can I read you? Yes, please what, do. What please every guy do. would want. What every guy would want. And by the way, the new book just came out this week. That the is third very book. The second book starts out with a um, with a sex scene with Harriet Tubman in the <laughs> Underground Railroad. Oh no! Choo uh, choo! No no! Oh no! Oh the yes! Story? Does she oh, get yes. trained on the Underground oh, yes. Railroad? I just, and listen, I'm gonna try to read it in St. James. St. James. Is that where that term voice. came from? Wow! wow. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> you can thank Harriet Tubman. <laughs> thank you, Harriet Tubman. <laughs> and we just lost every sponsor that we had. Oops. Um, all right. This is why I have my own website, so that way I don't lose my sponsors. <laughs> Just Shout out press so Patreon. <laughs> Listen, to end this show tonight, I'm going to read an excerpt of the first male sex romance novel trilogy to make it to the New York Times bestseller, I'm written so by excited. Ross Patterson, the godfather of drinking. Bros, you eat, I feel like you drink cool. while I read to you. Yeah. Uh, but the most important thing is that you look into my eyes. I'm going to read it or in his camera. voice. I'm going to read it in his voice. Uh, this is midway down of the page. Um, Jesus, you're fucking downer. Now do you understand why I'm always late for dinner? You're always asking me to help with the kids, crying about your sister's polio, or asking me to send letters back to your family members in Ireland to see if they're still alive for the potato famine. I'm not a fucking postman or someone who's a bigot whose biggest fault is that they listen too much. I'm a real fucking man who needs power wash those two, as I point to her breast. Is that all I am to you, she asked, choked up. Don't be so hard on yourself. You also cook and clean. It's nice that what you think of me. Loretta breaks down and starts to cry, so I rub her back with my hand, then expertly pop off her bra. Come on, Lou, don't be like that. If you didn't clean me, I would be dirty as fuck. <laughs> she shakes her head in disbelief at how awesome I am, giving me the old this-is-the-last-time look as she removes her top. Her breasts escape her bra with the desperation of two Anne Franks, both wanting to see the outside world. <laughs> I'm continuously amazed at how enormous her areolas are. Let there be light. They take up such a wide area of her breasts. It's like seeing the tarp covering the infield during a rain delay at a ball game. Ever so delicately, she pulls her down her dress, revealing an ass like a honey-glazed Christmas ham, Ooh. freshly cut down the center, and an unbelievable bush. If you don't have enough club, you're going to have trouble making it to the green from that rough. She doesn't say anything to me as she steps into the tub, her eyes entranced in a catatonic stare. I reach up and put my hand on her breast. Do you like this? I ask her in a German accent. Just because I can do one. I know where you've been tonight. I know where you've been tonight. Just do what you're going to do. Shh. Once I get going, you'll forgive about all the other women I've slept with and appreciate the new <laughs> techniques I've learned. Anyway. I need to change of trousers. This is the first time I tried yes. this. Just on you, baby. I promise. Trousers. You want to talk about trousers. foreplay. You don't wear trousers? Boys, you are in for it. What's next for Just Press Foreplay? What do you got coming down the pipe? Are you going to write a sex novel? Are you going to... you coming out with any kind of... What do you, what's next for um, you You know, so I have... I've been working on a clothing line for Just Press Foreplay. I don't think I'll ever write a book. Um, Why not? Why not write a book? I feel like guys need to read this. But it's like when they're reading, sometimes when you read things, you put your own interpretations on it. Mm -hmm. Where if you're hearing something, then you have to kind of listen to how the person's trying to get the message across. So I think that's why I Are you the I voice prefer... of women? Are you the voice of women or are you the voice of men? I don't know. 
I don't know, because honestly, I don't relate to a lot of women with the way that I think. I'm a lot more assertive and a lot more opinionated. Um, so I don't know who I relate with. I relate with myself. I feel like that's the most important sure. thing and what I want to get out there. Like, self-love is the most important thing, and then you're going to figure out what you like as long as you're tuned in to you. So that's kind of the point of it. Is self-love just another term for masturbation? It could be, <laughs> it I guess, be. if that's self-love for you. So what's, um, <laughs> what's a healthy amount of masturbation a week? I mean, it depends. So, like, for the thing is, the thing is for dudes, it's all about how much sexual energy do you want to build. If you're just constantly ejaculating, there's so much nutrients that's coming out with your semen oh. that you're actually depleting yourself. So, all more reason to have women swallow because it's all the nutrients, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, give them a little protein <laughs> shake. It's perfect. <laughs> Why don't you take another Whoa. bite of that sausage, Eric? I just put a mouthful of one Perfect timing. I'm all the people on YouTube that. smash the like button after that one. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, follow me at just.press.foreplay dash on Instagram. <laughs> do just do it right now. Just.press.foreplay on Instagram. Yep. Facebook? Um, I do have Facebook. I've been banned and in jail on Facebook so much that I'm hardly ever on there. What? Yeah. Why are you banned? Because my main account. <laughs> What's your main account? My what main do you say? What gets uh, you banned? I just, so I've been in leadership development for the last like seven years. So I understand business. I understand those kinds of things. And so like a lot of the political stuff that's happening right now, I'm very opinionated on it. Are you serious? Uh-huh. You are. So I get banned You're from Seattle. Lot. You're from no, fucking I'm Seattle. from California. I live in Seattle. Oh, yeah. I am the oddball in Seattle I would assume, that's like, fuck all of you and your opinions. You're literally brainwashed. So. I would assume that because you're from California... <laughs> and you live in Seattle, and you have a sex podcast, that you be liberal as fuck. No. No? Breaking no. the mold, baby. I'm not baby. political at all, but I can sense when some shady shit is going on and use my logical brain to be like, hmm, let's look into that. Who is funding this? Listen, let me ask you something. George Soros. <laughs> Bill Gates. Shall we name yes. some more? Mark Zuckerberg. Oh, who's the asshole that just got fucking... Jeff Bezos. Jeff he Bezos. He just stepped down. Did you hear he that? He sure did. Mm -hmm. Why? Why do you think... He lost is? a mean divorce. He lost a lot of money. Too bad he no, doesn't he have enough. No, he didn't lose shit. Too bad he doesn't have enough. Nah, he didn't lose shit. Even if he lost 50%, that's not shit. You keep talking like this and we're going to get kicked off YouTube, guys. No, they're watching. Oh, wow. The overlords are watching. There's a lot of information that's going to be you, exposed. Uh, and when you step down, you're a little bit out of the limelight. And I think that's what he wanted. Fuck you. So, so you, what, let me ask you this. Uh, because I did not expect that. Honest to God, knowing you from well, how long, how many conversations I've had you with you, maybe 30 this seconds, one? 40 <laughs> seconds, yeah, this one. Um, uh, I was telling the boys, I was like, look, homies, because uh, we're kind of a conservative crowd here. Um, I said, uh, our producer's not. Uh, our production manager may or may not be. I don't know what the fuck he is. He's just always bitching. Um, he's, he's flicking me off right now because we're getting into politics. He's like, shut the fuck up, guys. Just talk Steelers. Uh, just talk fucking football. But football listen, sex. Come on. Uh, I did not call you uh, speaking out against the government tonight. I didn't see that happening. I, I just, I appreciate our constitution. I appreciate oh, free enterprise. Shit. And as soon as you try to take that away, you're fucking up all of the small businesses, all of the middlemen who what? are working hard. So. Oh my God. Wow. What? Yeah. Our crowd likes that. I don't feel like you have to be a part of a political it. party in order yeah. to understand that. Jesus. I like where we just went. Uh, so that's why I I'm like not popular it, yeah. on Facebook. Look, so where do we follow you? Because um, you're interesting as fuck. <laughs> I know. Listen, I listen to a couple <laughs> of your podcasts. I was horny, um, but I got more than just horny from your podcast. I literally learned some, some <laughs> boy, this rum is good. Yes. Uh, I the learned best. some things. I did learn some things. Uh, 
I had never, when I saw the uh, title of one podcast, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. It said. It uh, moved. It said, um, it said, take nudes of yourself or something. Oh, nudies. Oh, yeah. Nude selfies. selfies. Nude Masturbating, selfies. nude selfies, and getting right with the moon. Yeah, so I was like, fuck yeah, I want to get with all those things. Um, I watched it, and then when I heard what you guys said about taking nude selfies, and not in a sexual way, not in sending it to somebody else, but being comfortable with your body, I had some true come to Eric moments. Because I was like, fuck, man. Uh, I often take nude selfies mm -hmm. of myself to send to my wife, and I take like 10 of them. But I'll take a selfie of myself right now and post it and not give two fucks mm -hmm. about what face I'm making, what my acne looks like, what my hair looks like, what my hat looks like. Have I don't you taken a tux picture? Have you taken a tuck picture? I From yes, the front and back. She hates Ooh. my tuck. She hates my tuck. Ah, oh, she hates my tuck. She doesn't like my tuck. I do See, like those Julia are the tuck. photos just so for she you. kink shame. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But when you talked about it on that episode, and if our listeners, you should go to that episode on just press foreplay.com. Mm -hmm. um, and what's the name of that episode? That one is uh, Masturbating Nudes and Getting Right with the Moon. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, it really talks about uh, being comfortable with your skin. And I said, man, mm -hmm. maybe I have some issues that I need to deal with because I have caught myself. Trying to send a little dicky pic to the old <laughs> wife, a little little penal. And it's like doing it for pick. an ego boost. And it it's is. like if you're doing and it I'm for like, that well, reason. Well, that's not a good angle. That's not mm -hmm. a good angle. Let me make that bitch look bigger. But I wish my wife would have <laughs> a bigger Photoshop. dick sometimes. You know what I mean? Like I wish she could have a bigger penis than mine. I mean, if you practice semen retention, natural blood flow is gonna make things a little more swole. Oh god. A little sorry. more swole, just a little. <laughs> sorry so much. You can go from one and a half Listen, to two real was, quick. Yeah, I think you'd be surprised with what you can do with yourself. Ooh. Look, this was the drinking bros sports tailgate legends. I think in a couple of weeks, uh, we we learned about you from a hockey podcast. Believe it or not, it's called What the Puck podcast and we're gonna get this guy on he's the the end-all be-all hockey guy here in North Carolina and he also does a little across the pond across the pond which give me your best uh, English accent oh can you do the English accent you're real good at it he's wearing a kilt he's coming up here he's coming <laughs> up here fucking oh my Jesus it's he Jeff blue from face what the paint. fuck yeah. podcast yeah he's got a kilt on guys how you doing mate Come on, get in here. What is it? Give, me, give us your podcast. We're going to get you on right. here in a couple of weeks. All right, so my podcast is, uh, what the puck? Eat the mic. Um. Yes. <laughs> so my podcast is called What the Puck, uh, brought to you by uh, Game On, a sports podcast for everybody. Um, it's part of that family. Um, I got brought on by a really great guy. Um, but I also do a side podcast called uh, Hockey Tea Time Chat. I used to be stationed over in England for about five years. I got really highly involved in the hockey community. And I got part of, a, or I got to be part of a semi-pro system over there, which kind of led to meeting uh, some of the uh, professionals over there, as well as other countries. So I have a at least a weekly or every couple weeks uh, podcast where I I get a hold of them via Zoom. Uh, we sit there for about an hour. This past week, uh, try to check out. I interviewed two uh, ladies that played on the national uh, GB team. Um, and especially with the women's hockey system coming up, especially with the uh, Isabel Cup going on in Lake Placid right now. Um, so you're a veteran. Obviously, you're drinking, yep. bro. And that's how you got us in touch yep. with Just Press Foreplay. But you have a, you're a drinking bro sports guy, and, but you're the hockey, and there's not a lot of drinking bro sports hockey talk no. these days, is there? Not really. Um, I believe I might be the first one, maybe. Um, <laughs> well, we're going to get you yeah, on here for some hockey talk. I feel like hockey is one of the most entertaining sports to watch. Is, is that, is that oh, a yeah. sense of foreplay? Do you get turned on by hockey? I do. There's intensity in hockey. Like, there there's is. so much intensity uh, in how they yeah. play and Make how they, like, sticks. the sticks, how they fucking bat each other. Like, it's a brawl. 
And she came out to visit me, and just about every night, we just chill, watch a few games a night. Uh, as you can see, I'm a Canes fan. I also grew up a New York Rangers fan. Um, the Boston guy can kind of keep his Can mouth you? quiet. The Boston guy cannot keep his mouth quiet. That's part yeah, of the problem. It's physically <laughs> impossible. Same thing with a Pittsburgh Penguins fan. They don't really count as a hockey team. So, I mean, kind of like the football team, I guess. Yeah, fuck so, the Steelers. Um, <laughs> Listen, are you going to watch the game this weekend, Miss Susie? Are you going to watch the I game? I probably won't because I'll get it distracted with the butts. Like, the butts. Yeah. Are you going to fucking blow your dude? Because uh, you're blowing dudes these days. <laughs> um, because, listen, football. I only blow one dude. Listen, 99% of, of, of football fans are dudes, right? Mm -hmm. Like, we got to say that. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe the stat's like 75%, but let's play the odds. What's the, percent let's play the, what's odds. the percentage of um, gender fluid people who are football fans? I don't fucking know. Like, 2% probably. <laughs> Um, not even percent that I'm going to concern myself with at this point because I'm trying They're to prove a point. They're looking at the butts, too. Yeah, 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 who cares? We're all looking at the butts. I'm looking <laughs> at the butts. You're looking at the butts. We're all looking at the butts. But listen, you're watching the show this weekend. You're with your man. Does your man, do you have a man? Yes. Does he like football? No. No. Oh, so you're not fucking blowing any dudes during this game. I mean, during the game, but not while watching the game. <laughs> uh, really? Wouldn't do that? I mean, if he was into it, maybe. If he was into it, if he was into it. Not good at multitasking. But listen, ladies, this is, a, this is a weekend. And look, if you're, a girl, if you're a guy like me that doesn't sports, and if my wife did sports, I'd be licking it. I'd be sticking it in that shame cave so quickly <laughs> to get her aroused. I'd be putting all sorts of Super Bowl foreplay. But if you're a girl and your dude's all into the sports, make this weekend about him. Give it to him. Make him a good meal. Cook him a good meal. And you know when The Bachelor has their uh, season finality? Finality. It'll come back around. In its finality. Yep. You it got to reciprocate, right? Because it's all about <laughs> selfless service I mean, don't, ex don't expect it. Don't expect it. Like, you have to be doing things that just because you genuinely want to be pleasing them, and yes. then it gets reciprocated. It does. It does. But it if really you're does. out to do it to have them do something back, they That's can the feel wrong. that. Yes. You can, can feel it. Like it's so. You're so smart. You're, I mean, and, and when you think about a sexual podcast, you It's not you smart, go, though. It's just aware. It's like slowing down and being aware of what the fuck's going on and, like, making eye contact and paying attention. Have you ever been on the Drinking Broettes podcast? No. Do you know who Jesse Wiseman is? You're uh, about to. No. Oh, think, we'll see you later, man. Speaking of Jesse, uh, listen, Drinking bro, Broettes, Drinking Broettes, I feel like you need to be on their show. Um, and they talk all about this stuff, and they're very serious about it, as you are serious about it. And your podcast is serious, and we can tell that it's serious through the quality of your podcast. And, and, and listen, thank you so much for being on our show yeah, tonight. Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, it was a pleasant This surprise. was a great foreplay. <laughs> better than you thought, huh? It was so it. much better than I thought. Uh, unexpected. For the big Those game. are always the best experiences. The things that I'm going to go <laughs> home and do to my wife. The things I'm going to go yes. home and do to Chef Puhok. Hey. Ooh. Uh, guys, listen, this was... After uh, those oysters, how could you not? Uh, Chef Puhok, <laughs> Chef Manning... Uh, all of our guys over at Copper Still Records, Noel, our producer over there behind the camera, behind the audio that makes us sound great. Instilled Distilling Company for hosting us. Manning's Restaurant they on Main. They showed up tonight. Yeah, they always show up, baby. They are the wonderful whiskeywear.com. We'll see you guys in Austin tomorrow. We're going to get wet. We're going to get hard. There's not enough foreplay that's going to keep it. this deck from yes. losing all of what's inside of it. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Let's keep it criminally delicious, guys.